All right, John, if you were going to choose your favorite episode from the British office, what would it be? Yeah, I, I won't lie. We, I had to go and look this up. <laughs> I knew which one it was. I just didn't. I, season two, episode four is called Motivation. Yeah. We didn't talk about it all on the podcast. David Brent becomes a motivational speaker for other business people. Uh, it's... It's 10 out of 10. It's, it's amazing. It's so cringy. It's more like demotivational speaker. <laughs> the, first, <laughs> the first thing he says is, get out. Yeah, exactly. He's like, <laughs> if you're not cut out for business, I don't want you in here. They all just sit there looking like Welcome they're... to Waveframe. Welcome back to Waveframe Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about movies and music. Uh, my name's Isaac, and today we're going to be talking about a TV show, which we do sometimes. And uh, I'm joined with a guest, John Vanderplug. Hello. Hi, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> John, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Oh, I did not expect that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you've listened to some of the episodes. So oh, I've listened to most of them, yeah. Yeah, so you should have expected <laughs> that, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't prepare anything. Um, yeah, my name's John Vanderplug. I know Isaac and Luke, even though he's not with us today. Um, from Camp Roger, I um, now live in Holland, got a wife and a kid, and I'm a school psychologist. Hey, that's fantastic. I actually think that might help listeners just get a better sense of who you are. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what we're talking about today? Yeah, we're talking about the uh, UK version of The Office. Yeah. Yeah. So what brought that to the forefront of like choices of what we should talk about? Because you chose this. Yeah. Um, I... I kind of wanted to be on the show for a while, <laughs> so I made a list of several things that I'd watched or listened to recently that I liked, and uh, I had seen a couple episodes of the UK Office in the past, um, kind of even starting back from like right about when the first uh, season of the the American Office came out. Yeah, because you're um, old enough to have like seen it aired and stuff like that. I mean, I was too, but I was a uh, different age than you were. Yeah, yeah. So way to throw that <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm 30 years old for all your listeners. And it's not I, that bad. I think people should get over being 30. It's like a good age, right? It's, it's a great age. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, I uh, watched the Office American version when it came out, uh, starting with the first season in high school and. I had a group of friends that we watched it every week. So we oh. had a, we had office viewing parties oh my gosh. in high school. I'm so jealous. Uh, and we got together and yeah. Because my friends had The Walking Dead, which got bad like two or three Real seasons quick. in. Yeah. yeah. So I would just trash on it the whole time, but to like genuinely enjoy a weekly thing is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it was like peak. Yeah. U.S. off. It was like season two, three, four. Nice. Yes, yeah. exactly. It, it was great. That, so, oh, wow. What a time. So I had seen a couple episodes, but back then there was no real way to, <laughs> <laughs> to, 
to watch uh, episodes except for catching them on like BBC America yeah, yeah, yeah. when they came on. Is that a channel then? Like that you flipped? That to? was a cable channel. Okay, that you would I, flip didn't, to. I didn't grow up with cable. Oh, so okay, yeah, that, yeah. It's a little different so, for me. So, and it wasn't. It wasn't new. Like the Office UK came out in two thousand one, and then the American Office was like two thousand seven, something like something that. like that. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't coming out weekly. You couldn't predict when it was coming out, unlike the American Office. So yeah. uh, I'd seen a couple of things, but I never. I just got like the premise that it was pretty similar. Yeah. Um, a little more dry and cringy which you, is oh, yeah. still my takeaway from uh-huh. it like it is uh <laughs> it's more crude the, than the american office and i think season one is of the american office is more similar yeah but, they tried uh, to strike the british tone and then realized it wasn't working for them no and went a little bit different yeah they had to make michael scott a lot more likable yeah um yeah yeah well, this is this is where I confess that uh, I had seen a few episodes before, and then you were like, "Let's do The Office UK," and I was like, "Okay, cool." And I have seen up through episode six of season two, so I haven't even finished the show yet. Yeah, so but, I mean that's most of it. There's two okay. final episodes that you haven't seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Season three is not six episodes. There's not really a season three, so. Oh, really? Yeah, for for your. For the listener, <laughs> this is weird. Uh, yeah, there's two seasons, and they're both six episodes. And then there is a finale, which uh, is a two-part Christmas special. Okay, because I just saw three seasons. Yeah, okay. so you're you're really close. There's okay. only two more episodes, which gotcha. are pretty, you know. Do you, do you think they're substandard? No, no, oh, okay. no. They're they're just pivotal in wrapping up the yeah, story. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. I, so. I believe that because there's a lot of. Currently, right now, there's there's a lot of the Jim and Pam dynamic between, um, dang, what's her name? I can't. Don and Don Tim. And Tim, yes, yeah. thank you. Tim and Jim, and then Don is the version of Pam, yeah. Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Tim, for a second, I was like, do you mean Jim? But no, Tim. Tim. Which is just yeah. one letter flipped. It's very weird. Yeah, that is There's weird. a lot of um, things that they kind of translated over and uh, oh help me out so the office uk was started created by ricky gervais Mm -hmm. and stephen merchant who has kind of a small role he is hilarious in one scene yeah he's tall you might have seen stephen merchant is in a, a lot of really good stuff in the uk uh, but you people might have seen him recently-ish in the last two years of Jojo Rabbit. He was yeah. one of the German, really tall German Nazi officials right. who came in and like, looked through the house. And he's a talent. He's very talented, I yeah. think. Yeah. And he got like really uh, insecure in the show about his bulging eyeballs. <laughs> he's like, it's a, it's a stigmatism <laughs> or something like that. And he goes crying, like, running is. out of the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... Uh, 
Yeah, and and uh, there's Gareth instead of Dwight. Dwight, right. And then there's David Brent instead of yeah. Michael Scarn. <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> Michael Scarn. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, again, two first names. Did you notice the David oh, Brent, I did not Michael that. Scott? No. Nope. That's how they translate. Did is not my yeah. thought, at least, oh, I mean, of how they translate. It seems like you're correct. Yeah. Right, right. So what made you uh, gravitate towards this then? Um, I feel like there was something to talk about. about uh, I mean, I think an American audience is a lot more familiar with The Office. It was like one of those shows that really hit during the pandemic that mm, yeah. people rewatched on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it was the, it's the most rewatched show yeah. ever. It's something. the reason why people have Peacock. I guess sometimes right. it's soccer that they want to watch or something else, but right. I really don't know anybody who who who. One of their mo- main motivations for getting Peacock is The Office. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like there's interesting things to talk about, like comparing the two, mm-hmm. um, but just as itself, like it's an interesting storyline and yeah. and kind of. It feels to me like an origin story for the American <laughs> office. Uh, so I actually really liked it. I, yeah. I, I it's 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 harder to watch, but I didn't think that was necessarily a detriment. I hope people don't take that as a, a deterrent. I, I think you have to like get into it and kind of accept that it's gonna be its own thing. Like you really yeah. have to like try to disassociate and not think about the American one in my opinion yeah because it's just such a different world right because it, it's it's not only 2001 or whenever this came out so like it's more crass because it came out earlier right but it's also Britain and so it's so interesting to see the differences in culture 2001 where they're a lot more touchy feely and like she, she like for the uh, fundraiser Puts a bowl on her desk like a quid for a kiss. So Don any, does. Don does. Yeah, the, yeah, the receptionist, yeah. the Pam of the UK version. Right. And so then she kisses like almost everybody that day because they are fundraising. Right. And it's just like, and they like pants somebody fully like where you see everything. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I mean, it's it's blurred out, but like you know, that never even would have happened in the American office. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Meredith has uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Some the dress hike yeah. up and down situation <laughs> that's probably very analogous. Yeah, you're but right. But I think both shows I I uh, probably would not be well received now. Or if mm-hmm. I mean, I think the oh totally the they kind of press up against a lot of. PC things that very much so. I think the purpose of it is still to often to show like how those people are ridiculous. Yeah. So like I would hope it still would be well received, but yeah. like there would be a lot of people coming after both right. of them. Writing blogs and yeah, think yeah. pieces and stuff right. like that. Right. I, I do think that you're right, like it is just making fun of those people who are being uh, over the line, inappropriate, those sort of things. Right. Most of the time, those people get what's coming to them, <laughs> yeah. or you know, get corrected or something yeah. like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or uh, heavy awkward silence, like just debilitating awkward silence. Yeah. Just yeah. awful. Right. Awful. <laughs> yeah. And then the scene like fades out and ends. 
The fade outs are crazy in this show. They are amazing. Tell, I love that you picked up on that. Tell me more. Well, I just, I, I feel like I'm used to now watching, I guess, like YouTubers do a lot of jump cuts and quick cuts. Yeah. And then I think a lot of TV shows now, even Parks and Rec, it's like a quick transition, quick cut. Right. But in this, it's like, they really let the the moment the awkwardness sizzle it just sits and and it sits and it just is dead in the air and then it's not just like a quick like 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 activity next scene it's just like a little fade and then like quietly into the next scene yeah or the episode will just end yeah and it's just you're not used to i'm not used to that in american no tv even the theme song, I feel like, is indicative of oh, that. I, love the theme it, song. I do too. Yeah. It's like not as catchy as the uh, American one. No, but it's very like low key. Yeah, yeah. Fun, kind of yeah. like. Uh, I've listened to an interview with Ricky Gervais about his kind of creation of yeah. The Office, and it was like it. It's got a context that the American audience just doesn't understand because there was BBC shows on at the time where they would do series, like a documentary series on this normal life in Britain. And so there's, I think it's based on a driving school. It's like all the people (laughs) that work at at a driving school is, is like a true, a documentary series yeah. that uh, was on the BBC at the time, and then the his funny like kind of take on it is a lot of those people that were in that documentary then tried to become famous afterwards oh, wow. and, and ended up being like D-list celebrities. So I don't want to ruin the last two episodes for you, but it it's kind of a couple years in the future, okay? And you get to see kind of what David Brent. And all the other characters are trying to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting. Most twist of them on. live kind of a normal life, yeah. but David Brent tries to be an entertainer. Be an, an entertainer, yeah. yeah. Which, like Michael Scott, had a bit of that, like, but more of like I just want to be the entertainer for the office. Yeah, yeah. And David Brent, the difference for him is like he thinks he can really do. It. Yeah, like, he he's so delusional. He, yeah. He, he's he's a he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist, yeah. and he's uh, he's so unlovable. Uh, but yet, I like sometimes empathize with him because there's like little bits of me in him. Unfortunately, <laughs> like like I think anybody hopefully would be able to empathize with him. Just like one percent. Yeah, yeah. But but he will do anything to have like a short term satisfaction. Yeah. He'll 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 turn on a dime and be like, oh yeah, like that's what I meant. Like it's you know. You don't have to say I'm your favorite role model in the oh. office, but he'll like bring you to that. Right. He'll like try to squeeze you metaphorically to saying what he wants. Right. He's he's a little twisted, two faced, backstabbing dude. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of times in the series where he gets caught by people that yeah. won't put up with it. Yes. And <laughs> it's some of the most uncomfortable <laughs> moments. Uh whoever Whoever Neil, the character that uh, from the other branch when they merge, yeah, the boss guy, he becomes his boss. Yes. Yeah, who's like, actually cool and charismatic and can r- dance. And, right, yeah. right. 
he really gets after him in oh, one yeah. episode, and yeah. it's it's just really painful. And then you see David Brent as a narcissist try to cope with that ego threat, and it's like, it's, yeah. it's un- he like tries to justify it in uh-huh. like lot, you know, he just uh-huh. kind of twists it so that he never actually has to question himself mm-hmm. or like. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is super interesting, and I feel like the office the american version is for me a little bit more like fun to watch yeah. and this one's more like interesting to watch yeah cuz yeah. i i find it fascinating to watch martin freeman who like people might know him from the hobbit or sherlock and yeah. he played watson and he's bilbo in the hobbit yeah. but he is great. He's very natural, and 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 Don, his romantic interest is very natural too. Yeah, it's overt when you're watching it, uh, but it it's I think very like realistic. Like Don is just like Pam in this weird bad relationship. Yeah, and she's like so territorial about she wants to only flirt with Tim, but then there's this other girl who who who's just like in season four of the the. American Karen. one. Yeah, Karen. Yeah. The, the, she plays Anne in Parks and Rec. Uh, shoot, what's her Anne, name? No, not Anne Perkins is in the Parks character. And Rec. Yeah, it's um, Lionel Richie's daughter. Uh, yeah, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Quincy Jones' daughter? Sorry. I don't know. That's, sorry. <laughs> I don't know I, her dad. <laughs> but, but it's so interesting that she, Don, the receptionist, the Pam equivalent, is so jealous even though she doesn't want to be with him at first yeah and it's really realistic like i won't name names but i've seen that in real life before where people are i'm like why this is hurting you and others yeah yeah i've seen i've seen that too (laughs) (laughs) but uh but I, i i love it and gareth is oh gareth is awesome more awkward than dwight dwight's like Funny, very, very funny. And Gareth is also very, very funny, but in, like, different ways. Yeah. Gareth, I think, is... uh, He's slightly more believable in some ways, and so he still, like, tries to go after women. Yep. Whereas Dwight, I feel like, was maybe a little more robotic and really wasn't a sort of person that was just going to pursue a bunch of different women. I don't know. Yeah, in the later seasons women came to him because that was like a funny writing right thing, right know? but gareth really stumbles gareth tries so, so hard. hard yeah gareth says whatever is in his brain <laughs> and he has no idea what is socially acceptable no he doesn't yeah. and he doesn't know people are laughing at him a lot and sometimes yeah. he does but a lot of times he'll just be like oh i am doing okay talking to this woman but really she's just talking to him for her own entertainment yeah there's a great scene with Don and Tim I think it's both of them making sexual innuendos mm-hmm. related to Gareth is in like a provincial army which I think is yes <laughs> maybe analogous to like a national guard oh, or probably. something maybe even less Dwight, important than Dwight's that. in that volunteer whatever thing fire yeah. department or yeah. police or what yeah. it's it's like some sort of volunteer yes. equivalent <laughs> in Britain uh-huh but it's more military, I think. Yeah. So maybe kind of like National Guard, but uh-huh. less prestigious. He's, anyway. Yeah, he's very soldier. They're making a lot of sexual innuendos about Gareth and just military things, and he is totally oblivious he's to so it. He's so oblivious, like foxhole stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, other guys' hole. Yeah. Right. The, Sneaking up 
on people from behind. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. I, there's a huge emphasis in this show on uh, like gay jokes. There's a lot of gay jokes. Yeah, that did not age very well. It aged horribly. <laughs> it was like a time capsule. It is. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of poor racist jokes. Yeah. And that is also in the American one. But the American one has less... I mean, I know there's the Oscar stuff, but you you might think, oh, there's a ton of gay jokes in the American one. But the way they're delivered is way different in the UK one. Yeah. Like, they, they're... They're, like, almost totally accepting of gay jokes in the UK one. The general population, yeah. Yeah. Like, the American one, everyone but... Uh, Michael, Michael and Kevin, maybe, or, or something. maybe Dwight or something, yeah. is, uh, is giving looks at the camera like, <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just kind of part of, like, work culture in yeah. 2001 in uh-huh. Britain, so... I mean, it's still you can tell is pushing the boundary then, but yeah. it's a it's a different border than there is is now. So much pelvic thrusting in this show, and <laughs> and I just feel so bad for the women in these workplaces that I'm sure, like there was probably similar workplaces in real life right. that they're spoofing off of. Yeah, and so it's just like an awful, awful, like the men will be like handsy to other men but also like just so many boundaries are just like leaped yeah. over there would be a lot of sexual harassment lawsuits in yeah this oh, a ton office if it was modern day and there's some like the women at time like there's that one girl who got drunk and wanted to kiss everybody and stuff like that right it's not just men yeah but but, but uh, the men are perpetuating the horribleness of it yeah and i <laughs> One uh, another thing that I heard Ricky talk about is like talking about there there was a shift even in the 2000s where certain office behavior of the 80s or before like had yeah. had been in kind of an issue but there was an an older guard of men that were starting to get in trouble yeah. for being super super inappropriate yeah. and so he kind of wanted to make that a part of his uh his character and it it shows it shows yeah even though the boundary though that he brings it you can see that he's making fun of uh-huh. is like is even too too far for what uh what is acceptable today yeah, yeah. and i think he he does a good job of bringing his his friend into that guy Who's like older and got the super deep voice and kind uh, of like Finch. Yeah, Finch. Yeah. I loathe Finch. Finch yeah. is probably like the worst of the worst. Yeah. He's analogous to the Packer. Packer, yeah. yeah Todd and Packer. Honestly, character. I'd rather hang out with or I'd rather be in a room with Packer than Finch. Finch, I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah. He's very I think he's designed to be unlikable. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's just amazing that I, I thought I hated Packer. And I do. I really do hate Packer. But honestly, he seems better than Finch, in my opinion. Yeah. And it made me think, oh, my word. That's why, like, some grandparents just don't get what's happening right now. Because they were like this in 2001 or something like that. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. Or even worse in the 1980s. Like, it made me understand just a little bit, like, oh. This is what the culture was like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's... 
it's exaggerated yeah and it's, totally. uh, even in this show but it's uh it kind of shows you the barometer uh-huh. for back then and yeah it, it you see progress but then you know yeah yeah do you feel like that adds enjoyment to the show or does it is it hard to watch or oh i i really enjoy analyzing me too <laughs> you know the different cult and and yeah 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 it's great it is it is very fun it, it it sounds weird to say like i like watching this when there's so many like things you would never do in a work setting but yeah. but it is fascinating well, and it, it makes you feel better. If this was, it, I think there was a, there was a segment of the British population that thought this show was a documentary when it came out. Oh wow! It was yeah. not easily perceived uh-huh. as fiction. Wow! Which I could imagine. Yes. If you thought it was real, yeah. this would be very upsetting. Oh, totally. Uh, comedic still, but upsetting. <laughs> and knowing that it's a mockumentary. Like, it just to me is entertainment, and it's yeah. it's playing off all those things, and yeah, yeah. I I I uh, I do think it has similar qual like uh, qualities or strengths to the the British or sorry the the American one, because you can even even though there is that cultural divide, you can still see like, oh, there's a little bit of my coworker in this character or like I can yeah. see that coworker being that way. Right. And I think that's the appeal of the American office and this has the same appeal. And or one of the appeals. And and so I really, really enjoy watching this show. But I've always liked British humor and British stuff. Yeah. And part of it's just like, oh wow. They're they, like you said, their dry delivery is just it's so quick. And they have so many uh, it feels like they have a lot of colloquialisms, but really, I'm just not used to their slang. Yeah, and yeah. and so it's fun to like put subtitles on and be like, "What are they saying? Like, right. what does that mean?" Or even like, just there's culture things. You know, yeah. there's snacks that you're not aware of, or places yeah. that you don't know the reference. They'll uh-huh. like reference Dorchester or something, yeah. and you're like, "I don't know what that means uh-huh. to a, a British person in 2001," but yeah. like. <laughs> It's it's funny. It it's, is yeah, fun. yeah, it's great. And their club feels different. Yeah, and they say Greenwich, and when I read the subtitles, my brain says Greenwich. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, that's not how you say it. Uh, so I, I think I think I would totally recommend this show. Would you recommend this show? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, there are people that I wouldn't recommend this to. There's mm-hmm. people that are either. Uh, maybe on the older side that wouldn't pick up on a lot of the things. And then there's people that I think would be very sensitive that wouldn't find the humor in it because they're, they're maybe a little uh, serious for it. Yeah. I think Ricky Gervais, how does he not just feel embarrassed all the time? Like he does such a good job. But yeah. but but because he does such a good job, it's like almost mind-boggling that this is not the way he actually acts, and like he can handle himself for the most part in the culture today. But it's just so unbelievably he 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 has no social radar at all. 
or, or very little. And his character? His character. Yeah. His character. Because I feel like to write that character, which he did, like, you have to have a ton. Totally. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, his character is just so oblivious that it... Like, like the people who don't like the Scott's Tots episode in the American version. Oh, yeah. That's, like, a little bit... Not quite that bad, but it, it's, like... Pretty bad each episode. I would say most of the episodes feel (laughs) closer to the Scots Tots than to something that's just super fun, like, whatever. Because you think about that scene in the American office where Jim goes into Michael's office for the last time and is, like, crying. And he's like, you've been the best boss. Yeah. You could never imagine that in this show. No. Like... And I don't... the Ricky Gervais character, David Brent, gets fired. Like it, mm-hmm. the show does not keep going. Like the, I think the American Office made a lot of choices different than the UK version. Yep. In order to make people watch for yeah. nine seasons, or yeah. and they just don't like they make Michael more uh, skilled at his job than uh-huh. David Brent. They make him, you know, more personable you develop more empathy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you realize why he has his job. David Brent, you don't, and he gets fired. Yeah. Midway through yeah. or like fairly early on in season two. And for good reasons. And for good reasons. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> because it's, it's shorter. They're able to go cringier. It would be yeah. really hard to, to, to handle nine seasons of it, I yeah. would say. I, I, I like this show because it feels like insular. And what I mean by that is it feels like the world is not watching. Like, um, yeah. that might be some of my bias because I know the office in the US is so popular. But the British office, it feels like what you were saying, like it could be believably a documentary or like underground. And it feels like these people are way more realistic, whereas I feel like the U.S. version, for a good reason, went kind of like a little bit more ridiculous with characters and with scenarios and things like that. Yeah. Whereas this felt very grounded and, yeah, like yeah. awkward. And, and some of the situations are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. But... Um, it's not like Dwight's weird hick family that like shoots a shotgun into a a a, a coffin for comedic you know yeah, for the yeah. audience's comedic effect. I'm not saying I dislike the American Office. I love the American Me Office, too. but it just it's 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 delivering you a different flavor of pie. Like right. they're not the same. It it. It still has elements of the documentary style throughout, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, some of the scenarios and premises and jokes that they do later on and character development into mm-hmm. what would be pretty minor characters, you know, like you mm-hmm. learn a lot about everyone in the office through nine seasons, which I love. Yeah. But this one doesn't. No. You, no. <laughs> the Kevin character, you know a very a little bit about. He's a musician He's still. A, yes. Yeah. That's about all you know about him outside of. <laughs> yeah. There's the the woman that I think is equivalent to um, Meredith. Like yeah. she has like couple scenes in one episode she has a the birthday right the birthday yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but like 
you just don't get into deep with a yeah. lot of those characters and i think it's fine yeah. like for what it is like yeah. it's it's truly two stories it's the story of um i keep david brent yeah yeah i keep struggling with finding <laughs> that name but uh it's a story of david brent being a ridiculous horrible boss mm-hmm. um that is unaware and then it's the Tim and Don storyline of them, their romance, and kind of Gareth is the person they play off of. Oh yeah, and and showing how they develop that. But we haven't talked a lot about the Tim and Don. I'm totally fine if you spoil it for me. So spoilers for everybody from this point on. I feel like they're going to probably get together at the end, but who yeah. knows? Like I thought it, they did that storyline really well, as far as I've gotten. Yeah, the one thing that I wish was less British in this version, and you, I don't know if you would disagree with this. You okay. might, because you kind of alluded to it. I did not like Tim half as much as I like Jim. Uh, some of, and hear, hear me out. So I like Martin Freeman. I like his character. He's, he's a bit more... Uh, beta than Jim is. He's much more of a loser. He's much more of a loser. He lives in his mom's house. Yeah. And I think they tried to do that with Jim a little bit, but it was like his parents moved in and he was helping them out. It, yeah. Tim is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim Tim is like attractive in the office. Like his own office building. Yeah. But outside of the office building he's He's not he's attractive. He's not attractive. Right. Yeah. Um <laughs> he doesn't have a lot going on for him. No. Uh, his pranks on Gareth sometimes are really funny uh-huh. and sometimes are not. Yeah, he just glued the phone to the phone piece, whatever you call that. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jim's pranks are pretty clever towards the middle of the office, but Tim's pranks are usually, yeah, like mean spirited. Yeah. They, or like they have a bit more of a mean twinge to it that yeah. you you don't like as much like yeah. it makes you like him less and i think that's one thing that i the american office had the uk version to build off of mm-hmm. they could steal the best parts of it mm-hmm. and you'll see if you watch like there are a lot of dr- jokes oh, yeah. just straight lifted uh-huh. some are translated to an american context and then a lot of things they just didn't do. And they were the things, in my opinion, that don't work as much. And they polished Jim in the American one to be a lot more likable. Jim in in this one, he sorry, Jim in the American one has a similarity to Tim where they both aren't very good with ambition. Like they're they're not very yeah. ambitious. Right. But Jim is caring, he's altruistic, he he like he always tries to get Pam in the right way, and um, you can like see why he's become now like Jack Ryan as an actor, like he's an action star. Yeah, but I don't think Martin Freeman, you know, is able to do that. Like, you Martin don't Fre- think that Bilbo is an action star? <laughs> I think he's he doesn't have that uh, the same quality. Yeah, the same yeah. qualities. Yeah. There, I think the one episode in the U.S. version that that solidifies it for me, and they intentionally tried to make Jim less passive mm-hmm. or more assertive, was mm-hmm. the basketball episode in the warehouse. 
you see that he can kind of stand up to Roy and like puff out his chest a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and you just don't really get that moment in the UK uh, version. Okay. And to me, that like kind of sets them apart. Like, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Spoilers. Tim. Tim does end up with Dawn at the end. I thought so. But there, I don't think there really is a moment where you feel like he. Maybe I have to rewatch Stood it again. Up for but what he believed. Yeah, in. yeah. I. I just it. It doesn't really have. I mean, he's he makes. You know, a, a declarative thing that that wins Dawn over, but yeah. it's not like he. You know, pushes back against her warehouse boyfriend yeah. in a way that is satisfying. I feel like, uh, for me, what 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 adds some evidence to what you're saying is, I think Tim easily, a little too easily, went to a different girl after Don didn't work out at first. Whereas Jim, I feel like, tried a little bit harder, or maybe I'm misremembering that, but. I, I feel like he, he kind of went a little slower. I mean, obviously there's more seasons, but right. he went slower with Karen than uh, Tim did with the other girl. I don't know her name. And I think that's why they had Jim go to that other branch, so yeah. he could develop that without uh-huh. Pam being around. Yeah. And it is, I think it's interesting. It's a, mm-hmm. another take that's interesting, but Tim, yeah, develops a relationship with a merger person yeah. uh, in front of Don. Yeah. Which is cool to see Don get kind of jealous. Mm-hmm. And you see it a little bit when they merge back in, in Scranton. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't work quite as well to see that he's developing these feelings in front of Don. Yeah, I, 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 the quote that comes to my mind is the Nathan Fielder quote where he's talking about how to with John Wilson, which we've both seen. You guys should definitely, if you're listening to this, you should watch The British Office, yes. But you should also really watch How To with John Wilson. That was almost another time. That <laughs> yeah. was another thing that I brought up. <laughs> yeah. We should talk about that. Because that's excellent. And it's on HBO Max. But Nathan Fielder is a producer on that show, How To, and he said... It's like planet Earth for New York. And so I feel like this is planet Earth for whatever they're in. London, Britain, Britain. Slough. Slough, Slough. Yeah. yeah. It even sounds like a sloppy pig. Like yeah. sow, sloppy, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It just feels like a character's study. Like it, it, the plot is pretty interesting, I guess, if you are invested but I just love seeing the characters interact. It's like a little time capsule from a different culture. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It is super fun to compare the two. Yeah. Yeah. How would you compare them? Would you say like, oh, I like one better than the other? Or would you never say that? Or Ooh. That's like, <laughs> that's like picking a favorite child. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. I, so you hold this in pretty high regard then. Uh, maybe that's an exaggeration, okay. but it's like telling your favorite child that <laughs> you like them more than the other one. Okay. <laughs> it's rude to so do. It's rude. You might you still, still have, have a favorite. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I, I've got to like the U.S. version better. Yeah. It's it's longer. I grew up with it. Mm. Like it's got a It's got a deeper thing for me, but I really like... 
the UK version a lot. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because I just thought it was cool. I agree. I, I like the US version better, but I would I'm very glad this one exists. Yeah. And I, I do really enjoy watching it. I could see myself watching it again. And I would want to enjoy it with somebody who probably who hasn't seen it before. And it'd be super interesting to have somebody who's seen neither version have them watch the UK version and then the US version. I don't know what they would like more. They it probably just depends on their taste. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely cringier. I think it's more my taste now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Than it was when I first started watching both of them. But um, yeah, it's it's hard to pick a favorite. It is. It is. But everybody should watch more British shows. I think they they really add a lot of flavor to my life. Yeah. Which I'm very happy about. It was the first uh, British comedy to win an Emmy. Huh? Win an Emmy. Golden Globe, maybe. Like, one of those two. Oh, cool. So it was like yeah. one of the first shows from Britain mm-hmm. that like really made a splash in the U.S. That is very interesting. I, I, would, I wonder what even older people than you would think if they like were in America, watched the British office, and then were like, oh my gosh, this reboot's coming out. It's yeah. going to be horrible. I remember hearing that narrative like when okay. I was... I, I hadn't watched the UK version before. Yeah. I'd maybe seen one episode because I knew the other one was coming out, and yeah. my, my high school teacher was more oh, of that era. Nice. Yeah. She was really into the UK office mm-hmm. and there was a lot of buzz there was buzz like oh the Americans are just going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a high bar for those people writing, but there's yeah. a great writing staff for the US office. Yeah, turned out to be. I it feel turned like out to be. Yeah. A lot of those people were not super No, I don't think they were well known. No. But now they're all in their super successful projects, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. What's okay? So the Mindy Kaling was uh-huh. a writer BJ slash actor. Novak. BJ Novak, um, Toby. What's his to- name? Yeah. He had kind of a, a writing role, yeah. and then a few other people that I should remember that I should too weren't on there as I don't know actors. Um, what's BJ Novak up to? <laughs> Did you? Didn't he write like a kids book? Oh, it's really good. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's good for him. That came out a while. I I I feel like he's got to be doing other things. I'm not he aware. He probably of. is. Yeah. I I have no idea. Yeah. But I know he's not like a failing person in life, and he's doing well for himself. I'm sure. Yeah. He was I in, mean, he was in Saving Mr. Banks in like 2013. Oh right. Oh, he yeah. was in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Y- oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Was, wait, or was that? Oh, I'm thinking of Eli Roth. I think. But yeah, he was. I, I, yeah, he was one of the. Uh, so yeah, he's he's doing fine. Yeah. He's good. Okay. Cool. I think. Well, I'm sure he wrote for other things. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm very happy that this could be a thing that we did. Yeah. Um, if you like the show, please give us a beefy five stars. <laughs> That's yes. one thing I'm a huge fan of you guys talking about. Yeah. If you're listening on Apple uh, Podcasts, yes. if you're on Spotify, just 
Keep listening. <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, yeah, please give us a review. Um, I forgot to mention that up front, but, uh, you know, in, we're on Instagram. We share really cool art and uh, music, and we are excited to continue doing that. And uh, I, I got lost track of time because it was just so fun to talk with you, John. Yeah. Thanks, Isaac. <laughs> cool. Catch you later. Catch you later. Bye, everybody.